Good morning, everyone, and welcome. My name is Nayaswami Gyandev, and this is Nayaswami Parvati. It's our joy to be with you this morning, and I'd like to also welcome those who are not in person here, those who are not here at the Expanding Light, or Nanda Village members, all of you out on the internet, welcome to you as well. I'd like to share with you from Rays of the One Light by Swami Kriyananda, weekly commentaries on the Bible and Bhagavad Gita. Topic this week is the promise of the scriptures. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. In the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 15, we read the famous parable of the prodigal son. Jesus tells of the man who took wealth bestowed on him by his father and squandered it in foreign lands, where he fell into evil ways. At last, repentant, he returned to his father's home. When his father saw him, he was, Jesus tells us, moved with compassion and ran and fell upon his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no longer worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Fetch quickly the best robe and put it on him, and give him a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And bring out the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and make merry, because this is my son who is dead and has come to life again. He was lost and is found. And they began to make merry. Small-hearted human beings, identified as they are with their little egos, give exaggerated importance to any slight they receive from others. Thus, they imagine God, like them, to be petty, unpardoning, and vindictive. In God's eyes, however, when human beings go astray, there is nothing to forgive. All of us are aspects only of his own self. He who made us resides in us. He's not far away from us in some far-off heaven. His call to us always is to return to our own home within. The way of return is described in the Bhagavad Gita in the sixth chapter. Supreme blessedness is that yogis who has completely calmed his mind, controlled his egoactive tendencies, and purged himself of desire, thereby attaining oneness with Brahma, the infinite spirit. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. Om, Om, Om. I also would like to welcome you all, and I'll start by reading from Whispers from Eternity. Demand for the realization of God's presence. O Divine Father, Thou art just behind my prayer. Why dost Thou seem so far away? Thou dost tremble in my feelings. Thy presence glimmers through the evil, through the veil of my thoughts. Yet dost Thou seem so far away? Father, come, remove Thy veil. Come, Father, come, hear the voice of my prayer. I want to know Thee, to talk to Thee, to hear Thee speak to me. I want to pray to Thee 
and know that thou dost hear my prayer. Show me the way that leads to thee. So the topic is a beautiful one with the um, story of the prodigal son. It's so sweet because it really strikes the heart of the matter and the heart of uh, really what our position is before the divine. You know, naturally we all feel bad when we don't live up to the light and our highest expectations. And, and that's very natural because we're in duality. We're in a very strong uh, magnetism of delusion that keeps us bound and keeps pulling us out always. And uh, we find that uh, we make mistakes all along the way. But as we choose that light, as we choose the divine, that divine is there for us. It's in us. It's who we really are. And it's, it's funny. It's just covered over and we think, oh, it's not really there. In fact, people are actually atheists, unbelievably, because they don't really know uh, much about themselves. They don't know anything about themselves or the universe in which we live. And, uh, and yet they just say, well, there is nothing. And so we find that the story of the prodigal son, really, Jesus puts it in such a very sweet way that as soon as we understand our position and that we've really made a mistake and many mistakes and gone far away from that divine, as soon as we turn toward that, it's there for us a little bit. We turn a little, a little bit is there. We turn more, a little more is there. And as we progress along, then we find that that divine becomes more and more of our own reality. We were in Ananda Sisi recently uh, at the beginning of October, and uh, there was a beautiful statue that we saw in Assisi in the lower basilica of San Francesco. And I wanted to read to you the inscription. There were little cards uh, there at the at the shrine, and this is the only new thing in the entire basilica that I'm aware of. This is uh, a statue that was sculpted in metal by Sandro da Vercio, who did the bust of Swami Kriyananda that's sitting out in the entryway of the expanding light. He was an excellent artist. He unfortunately passed away a few years ago, but it's so beautiful. People had told us about this statue, so we went to see it. And I wanted just to read to you the inscription that they put on the little card. I'll read it in Italian and then tell you what it means in English because it's beautiful in both ways. So this is Gesù Bambino appare a Sant'Antonio, Sant'Antonio, Saint Anthony of Padova. Ecco, sto alla porta e busso. Se qualcuno ascolta la mia voce e mi apre la porta, io verrò da lui, cenerò con lui ed egli con me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. This is God speaking to us. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door to me, I will come to him. I will sup with him and he with me. 
So we have these promises of the divine and they're very important for us to not only be aware of but really to live. And now in this time we have a wonderful, tremendous opportunity to live the teachings. Uh, This week has been amazing, astounding, shocking, everything. <laughs> and, uh, and it's important. I know you all are thinking about this. It's been a, an interesting time. And I wanted to just touch on what Jyotish and Devi put in the letters that they wrote to us. Uh, they're online on their website, jyotishandevi.org. I think that's the address. And uh, anyway, it's very, very important. We have with Ananda with people who are aware of the light, we have a very, I want to say, very important role to play, a very important part to play in this time. And it's one that we've always had. It's nothing new. Um, But it's really important now that we're very aware. And by the way, we didn't plan the moral vigor uh, 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 affirmation. It's, it's just the one for this week. So Divine Mother, Master had it all planned that, you know, okay, you know, we're really the moral vigor. But just to, to really touch on the clarity of what we really need to focus on right now. Naturally, we need to focus on the light. And uh, in Jyotisha's letter, uh, it was very good. He just touches on things that are really important. The first one, seek the right satsang right now. Do not expose yourself unnecessarily to darkness. And he named specifically the news and the media. Really do be careful. This is a time I feel almost like we're poised. I mean everybody, the whole country, the world. We're poised because something shocking has just happened and we don't quite know We think we know, but we don't quite know what will come next. And just to also say, to paint a broad picture, we must remember, those of us on this path, devotees, disciples of Yogananda, Kriyabans on the path of Kriya Yoga, that Yogananda predicted all of this. We haven't even really gotten to the really tough stuff yet. (laughs) But just, you know, that we're prepared that we are in a time of great upheaval. It's just what's happening right now. We're in a time of going from one yuga to another. That's major, major. We've been in Kali Yuga for over 2,400 years. And now we're trying to transition into a new time, a time of energy, a Dwapara Yuga, a new way, a new consciousness, a new way of relating to things. And there's a lot of pushback. Because, and I, I would really uh, just say about all the people in America, because there, there can be this feeling, why did all those people vote for that person? They didn't, actually. You know, it's very interesting. I, I saw where in this election... It is the lowest turnout rate for voters in, in decades. Only less than half of the people who were qualified to vote, <coughs> voted. 
Yeah, astounding. I, I thought everybody would vote, but they didn't. And so we're in this unusual time, and probably why they didn't is because there's a tremendous amount of confusion right now about who, you know. They did a little exit poll about what did you think of the candidates, and 40% of the people said they didn't like either one. So there's a real uh, confusion and chaos and darkness in in certain ways, but just a real time of to be very cautious and very deliberate about what you do. So stay away from the media for right. These are recommendations, you know, naturally everybody does what they feel to, um, but just be careful with that. The other thing that Jatish said in his letter was, what God gives we take. So also don't wish things are other than they are. It really doesn't help to do that. We really need to, once the, the blow is struck, to get centered and really then accept what is and see how we can help, see how we can move forward. We don't know what will happen. You know, we're in that time of really unknowing. And so that of just relating to our own center and then going out from there. Be very careful with your energy in that way. And then also he's talked about thinking in terms of the long-term rhythms. And that also is very, very important. You know, that whole idea that we're in this time of tremendous change and upheaval. So we have to expect things like this will happen naturally. It's part of the process. There's a whole lot of good in motion. A whole lot of good is happening. And so don't be dismayed by the bumps in the road. They will be there. There will be resistance. There will be people who are just, you know, not wanting any kind of change at all. They'd like to go back. And we all know you can't go back, you know. It's not possible. You really have to move forward into a new time. But that new time is unknown for people. And I'd say especially for people who don't have an inner life. We do have that. And we can offer that to people. In fact, it's what Swami talked about with Ananda, is that people will come to us in this time. They will be very disturbed. They will be very upset. They will be uh, down in their emotions and darkness and reactions and all of that. And we need to be a source of light, a source of hope, and a source of real stability in this time. It's also why we have communities because they provide that kind of ongoing rhythm of life that allows us to to offer that to other people. Not that everybody will live in a community like this, but more that it provides an example and a really a place of hope for people all over the world. When we were in Assisi, people there were asking us about the election and oh my god what's happening and uh, you know we we talked with them about it we didn't know at the time what the outcome would be but uh, but still um, that we provide that 
centeredness. And that was one of the other things that Jyotisha's letter said. Try to stay centered. It's not easy, you know, I'll tell you. In the last few days, it was like, oh, wow, wow, what's happening? And, you know, should I look at the news? No, no, don't do that. Um, You know, and I I did a little bit. In fact, I have to tell you, my own personal reaction was, on Tuesday night late, I thought, I'll just peek. And... uh, and when I peek, I when I peeked, I went, oh no, <laughs> because it was it was starting to go in the way that it went. And even though it isn't clear how it went, that also is a reflection of part of the, you know, uh, chaos and kind of confusion of the time. I mean, the popular vote as of this point was won by Hillary Clinton. The other, the electoral vote, was won by the other party, and so. You know, again, it it leaves everybody unsettled and feeling odd. But, you know, politics is not where the world's problems will be solved. And it really does need to come from light and from a new consciousness. And that's what we all have to offer people right now. So try to be in that. And also, Jyotish made this very... And I totally feel in tune with everything that Jyotish and Devi said. But he said, keep everyone in your prayers. You know, it's good to remember that during Master's lifetime in world... During... Oh, mid... It was when he went to India in the mid-30s. Master tried to see Hitler in Germany because he wanted to see if he could influence him. He knew he had spiritual inclinations in there, (laughs) and he wanted to see if he could influence him and and help things. Uh, It wasn't possible. It never happened. But just so that you know, our prayers for everyone are very, very important, that we keep everyone in the light and uh, not make distinctions of good and bad and all of that. We don't know what's good and bad always. You know, it's surprising what can happen. The other thing that I wanted to say was just, um, you know, and again, these are just, I'm sharing with you, these are thoughts about what to keep in mind. Um, We have a path with five avatars. You know, it's a really important thing to keep in mind. There is a tremendous power that's coming into the world at this time and it can come through places like Ananda and people like us. I remember during the lawsuit uh, times, in one of the more heavy times of the SRF lawsuit uh, with Ananda, that Swami, apropos of nothing to do with the lawsuit, uh, said one one time he he well, he had had either a vision or felt this in meditation. He said, "I feel right now," and this was probably the late nineties, nineteen nineties. He said, "Right now, I feel that God is really trying to send a lot of light into the world." So this is almost twenty years ago, or twenty years ago, and he said. We can choose, and he was talking to us at Ananda, he said, we can choose to be channels for that, or not. We can also block that and say, no, we don't want to do that, or it's too scary, or whatever our reasons might be. He said, we can choose whether to 
be channels for that great power that's trying to come in, that great light to lift the world, or not. And he said, if we do choose to be, we will be greatly blessed by that, and so spiritually. So just keep that in mind, and, and make the choices that will allow you to be that channel for light right now because it's very, very important. The other thing that I was thinking about was just that Master brought, Yogananda brought, the solutions for this time. You know, everybody's talking about, well, we, you know, we've got the solutions, and we've got the solutions, and this is it, the rules and the laws, and the... None of that really is what will be the solutions. But Master brought simple living and high thinking, Simple living and high thinking. That's somebody, something everybody can attune to. That's something everybody can do, whether they live in a community, whether you're out in some isolated area of the world, doesn't matter. Simple living and high thinking. He also brought the concept of self-realization. You don't need to use the word God. It's your higher self. So attune to that, what your higher self is, and that that's within. Also, the path of Kriya Yoga, which is so powerful. For all of us, really, that will take us to, it's a path of liberation that we're on. And so these things, the techniques that we have, the the grace of our masters, the incredible blessings from them, that will get us through and take us to all the way to God. And lastly, World Brotherhood Colonies, where people can live together and have those centers of light, which we've established all up and down the West Coast in Italy, and now we have centers in India. They're places where people can... You know, Ananda is about living the teachings. You know, it's not just about studying the teachings or just meditating. It's about a whole way of life. And really, we have that to offer the world right now. They can, and just that they can be aware of us. You know, right before Swami died, he said, Ananda has become an ideal. And I think that's a really good way to think about it. Just to feel we're sharing the ideal of Ananda, of this path of the light of our masters. But know also that that light is very much with each one of you. You know, Catherine gave me just a little quote uh, a while ago that uh, was in a letter by... uh, that Yogananda wrote around January of 1952, so just a couple of months before he passed. And I I couldn't find the exact quote, unfortunately, but it was something like, once I'm no longer here, you all will have to go through many trials. But he said, don't worry. He said, I will always be there to help you. Just get more in tune. When times are hard, get more in tune. And I can help you. I'll be there. And you will make it through. It will be wonderful. He said, you don't know the incredible blessings of this path and the teachings and what we're bringing into the world right now. 
So anyway, it was wonderful just to hear that. If I can find it, we can put it in the, the villager this next week. Uh, but just to, to keep that in mind. And um, I just want to say for, for myself, you know, each one of us will have a little different way and a rhythm of relating to these things. But hey, when I came here, Nixon was, in, was president. Then Watergate happened. Then he got impeached. So that happened. Then the fire came a few years later, burned down the entire community. Talk about a shocking event. I mean, wow. You know, so, so you go through these things. And then we had a lawsuit trying to annihilate our whole way of life and everything. And then we had 2001. Wow. I mean, we were in Portland, Pranava and I, when that happened. And I remember I came home. This was, you know, for us, because it was East Coast time. It was like 7 o'clock in the morning, and I came in the house, and I heard the TV on, and I thought, what are you doing? He said, no, 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 come here. And so I went around, and there on the screen was one of the two towers, and as we watched, the other one came down. Shocking. Thousands of people died before our eyes. And the fallout from that. 2008. I'm just recapping for you the things that have already happened. 2008, when we thought the whole economy of the whole world was gone. And no, no, we pumped it up with all kinds of funny money. And and now we're still afloat. And so now we have 2016. So my take on all of this, Divine Mother's walking us into this. She's giving us a heads up about what will happen. And people know things are not in good shape economically and politically and all of that. But what we have to offer, the light of our masters, a way of life that really will be for the new age, an avatar master who brought this to us and said, this is the model for the, for the coming time. Cooperative communities, world brotherhood colonies. And so really engage in that and Davy touched on this. Really deepen your sadhana right now. You know, even if your mind is, you know, that happened, that's going to be that way for all of us. There's a lot of energy going on out there that, that doesn't make it, you know, great for going really deep. <clears throat> but commit to meditating twice a day, every day. Kriya yoga, always, all the techniques. Pray for people, attune to the masters. And really be a channel for that light in this time. Again, it is very, very important. And it is our tremendous blessing to have the opportunity to live in this time. We chose it. We wanted to come now to grow spiritually. And so this is our time. So really be in that flow. Don't be afraid. Um, You know, just live in the light and call on Master and His blessings. And try not to, try to recover quickly from shocks, you know, because they're going to keep coming, you know. They'll be, who knows, you know, what's going to happen at this point. But try to, again, recover, get centered from your heart, send out light to everyone in that way. And that will strengthen you and protect you and also be a great blessing to the whole world. So this is the promise of the scriptures. This is what the reading is really about, that God is there for us. 
And if we call on Him, He will come, He will be with us, He will sup with us, and we with Him.